friends, this is Kathy, and I'm so excited that you are here with us today for another one of my amazing women bonus episodes. And you are going to love my guest that I have today, just a sweet, dear new friend that I have made through my day job. And it is Chloe Gabbard with Cakes by Coco. So if you have any interest in the British baking show, cooking is your <laughs> thing, or baking is your thing, I would love for you to stick around so that you can be blessed by this interview as I have been. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. All right, we're going to jump right in. And Chloe Gabbard, welcome to our podcast today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am just thrilled and I'm so excited that we finally found a date on our calendars that work. I can share you with the world. So if you wouldn't mind, why don't you just share just a little bit about yourself, like all of the things. All right. I am Chloe Gabbard and I was born and raised in Versailles, Kentucky on a farm. We had animals of every shape and size that you can imagine. I went to a small private school all the way through. Um, I had a great experience there. So I almost feel like I'm from Lexington um, just because I spent so much time in Lexington growing up. I ended up staying in town for school. I went to the University of Kentucky where I studied French and business management. And my husband and I actually, we ended up meeting right after undergrad and we decided both to go ahead and get our master's degrees. So I ended up studying French literature and my husband went to the Patterson School of Diplomacy. And we decided before found uh, our careers that we would go abroad and live in France for a year so that I could, it was really for me so that I could kind of um, follow my dream of living in France and teaching for for a time. Um, we had a great year. We lived right on the beach in the south of France, and uh, we had a little tiny apartment. I mean, it was just, it was so wonderful. I got to really develop my cooking and baking hobby and just learned a lot while we were there. And then when we got home, my husband ended up, he decided to go to law school. He actually just finished this year, so this was a few years ago. And I was not completely sure about what I wanted to do immediately, so I went ahead and started selling my cakes to friends. I've always loved food, <laughs> but I really had started to cook and bake once we got married. And I was really inspired, honestly, by our own wedding cake. I had a really phenomenal baker make our cake and and I was just very inspired. Um, the Great British Baking Show also became really big 
right when we got married. And so I was very inspired by the young bakers on that show, how everyone is self-taught. And um, and yeah, that's kind of where it all started. So I was going to ask you when you said you went to France. So it was not food driven, not the reason you went to France. No, or was it? Because the it French really are not for all I mean, their food. It's true. And I definitely grew to love food. I really grew to appreciate food so much more while I was there because there's such an emphasis on fresh, you know, locally produced everything. But no, I actually, we went abroad because I studied French literature and I really wanted the experience to improve my French and really focus on the language before we started having children. I I guess I didn't address, um, we did have our firstborn. She came um, that next year when we got home. And uh, so that was in 2019. And we will have our second little girl in December of this year. And so, so 2019, you're baking cakes for friends and just your, I'm assuming, small Instagram following. Is that, would that be correct? So, so my, I started my business about a year before Clementine came and I definitely, I mean, yeah, I had zero following and I really just announced it to my friends because I was so enjoying making cakes and Joe had started school and um, I thought, you know, this would just be a really a fun experience to, to just, and a good opportunity because we didn't have children yet. Um, and yeah, it just, it really grew so much faster than I could have imagined, even when we had Clementine, even since then, that was, you know, two years ago, it's just grown, grown, grown. I ended up hiring a baker. She started working for me that summer after we had our first baby. So I don't do any of the baking anymore. She, she uses all of my equipment and my recipes and everything. And so it's exactly the same cakes, but I get to really focus on the decorating, which is so fun. And that's your forte. That's what your, your cakes are works of art. So that's absolutely amazing. But so for the young mom that's at home, that's maybe sitting in your position that, that does love to bake and to cook, what would be your advice for them? So what was your process? So you started small, you were just saying to friends and family. And so I'm assuming that they're saying to you, oh, you should really make this a business. You should do something with this. Yeah, I, I did. I created the LLC I, I started selling my cakes and then pretty much immediately created the the official business because I just wanted to have all my, you know, ducks in a row because if you're selling something, you do need to have it documented. Um, so specifically, moms who are located in Kentucky and have an interest in home baking, I just want to really encourage you because I really lucked out because the laws in Kentucky for home bakers had just changed when I got into it and... It is just such a great place to be a home baker. It's very conducive. You know, you don't have any kind of really intense. There is no inspection really of your your facility, which is just nice. There used to be, it, it was almost impossible to be able to bake from your house. You almost had to have a commercial kitchen space, which obviously when you have young children, part of the convenience is just being able to put your child down for their nap and then go into your kitchen and work. So I don't think I, I would have been able to do it with kids um, if I hadn't been able to work right from my house. So you're mostly self-taught then? I am. I'm completely self-taught actually. 
I've learned a lot from my family, my mom, my grandmothers, my sister, they're all phenomenal bakers. And so actually a lot of my recipes are old family recipes. But um, my white cake, which is probably the cake that I'm known for, that is my own recipe. Um, I developed that recipe. That was the first cake that I really started making and bringing to parties and that was after our wedding. The decorating aspect has been such a fun project because I do love art and I'm left-handed and that's always kind of been the side of my brain, you know, but it's been really, it's just been a great challenge and so much fun to have that creative outlet. The internet has made teaching yourself something so available. It's just amazing. And I think that's a, a good testimony too, that you have grown this business and that's what I was kind of pointing to is during a pandemic I mean you've only been in business two years and now it's exponential so that you've grown you've hired a baker have you had a hired a decorator as well yes I did just hire a decorator Mm -hmm. just hired a decorator so that's a pretty phenomenal success story in just a couple of years yeah it's surprising I I never expected the market to be what it is but people love to celebrate they love to have parties and it is so nice to be able to delegate something that is so time consuming and requires you know a huge mess in your kitchen it's just there's a big market for it Well, that is awesome. And two, a testimony to your hard work and your dedication that you're teaching yourself and you kept going. What would you say has been the biggest struggle in doing it, teaching yourself, having a little one at home? And just like now, just us trying to find an interview time. What's your biggest struggle? Yes, before we started our interview, I was telling you, Kathy, how every day just looks so different. It's really tough to find a schedule. So even... I, I did put Clementine in a mom's day out program that meets twice a week. And that's been so wonderful because theoretically she's there Tuesday and Thursday mornings. But again, it's, you know, with the pandemic and just normal children are just sick all the time. Um, even that I feel like I can't bank on too, too much. I have to say I couldn't do what I'm doing without my family who's in town. I mean, I have such a huge support system. I have two amazing sister-in-laws that I can call at any time. My sister, who's also a mom here in town, she helps so much. I mean, I I really couldn't do it without my family. Well, that's awesome. Okay, if you could share a tip with somebody that's just getting started out, and let's assume maybe they don't have quite the support system, what would be your best encouragement or advice or somebody thinking about it? I would say that there is going to be so much unknown, no matter what you're going to get into, that it's so important just to take the first step and just start. Because you're never going to know what your capability is until you just get out there and try it. If you had told me three years ago that my business would be what it is today, I would never have believed it. And really all it took was I I just created a Gmail email account for my inquiries and I got on my Instagram and I said, if anybody wants to buy a cake, I'm here. And I've learned so much, you know, there's a huge learning curve, but you just kind of learn as, as you go and as you need to. Um, it can seem so daunting, you know, thinking about running a business, but it's just... You learn so many great life skills doing it that you really can't lose out. 
And I just thought of a fun, a fun question. So do you have a disaster story, a funny disaster? <sighs> you know, I have had nightmares about dropping a wedding cake or forgetting about a wedding cake. I haven't, I can't say I've had anything like that happen. The more business that you do, you're obviously going to come into contact with customers who aren't happy or, and that's been such a, honestly, that's been a really good part about learning how to manage a business and dealing with customers and learning customer service. And so probably my first thought goes to like an unhappy customer would be kind of a disaster story because I, luckily I have not forgotten a cake. I have not dropped a cake on my way to a wedding or anything like that. I'm, you know, that those things happen. So it's probably just a matter of time, but, um, but no. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. That is good. Well, and you've watched enough the British baking show so that should something happen, I'm sure you'll be able to handle it. Right. I hope so. So let's say that even now, do you ship your cakes or just local? I have been getting more and more requests from people uh, regarding shipping my cakes. But the one time that I did, I, I experimented. I shipped a couple of cakes to one of my best friends for a bachelorette party. And if you're not shipping on a huge scale, the cost of shipping just really outweighs the value, which is so unfortunate, but I, I don't think there are many people out there who want to pay, you know, a hundred dollars to ship a cake. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and too, in the current climate that we're in, shipping is so iffy and unstable anyway, that if you're shipping something perishable, that might not be the best, but well, right. let's see. So now where can, I do have a question. So where did you get your name? Cakes by Coco. Where did that come from? Oh, I'm glad you asked. My nephews all call, cause I only have nephews. We don't have any, I don't have any nieces yet. Uh, so Clementine was actually the first girl um, on my family's side, but all of my nephews have called me Coco since the time they could talk. It was just easier than Chloe. Chloe's pretty tough name for a child to say. And when I was going through options for, you know, uh, my business name, I, I just thought it sounded a little bit different than Cakes by Chloe. And it has really stuck. And actually a lot of people, a lot of my friends call me Coco now. <laughs> oh, how fun is that? Well, I thought it maybe it was French. Coco. <laughs> Coco Chanel does sound a little French. Well, that is awesome. Okay. So now we will drop all of your information and we will put it in our show notes, but just so for our auditory listeners, where can they see your great works and um, connect with you? So I am in the process of getting my website back up. But right now, if you want to go and look at my work, um, I'm doing everything primarily on Instagram. I'm underscore Cakes by Coco. I also have a Facebook page um, that it, it is pretty up to date, um, but all of my inquiries are sent to my email, cakesbychloegabbard at gmail.com. And obviously, you can also reach out to me through Instagram. It's, I'm just usually not as speedy um, to reply on there. But yes, I hope that you guys check out my work. That is, and I'm going to tell you, guys, if you take a moment to check out her work, you will not be disappointed. Give Chloe some love. If you have questions, of course, you can drop in the comments or you can send her a DM on Instagram or send her an email. And until next time, this is Kathy bringing you just another incredible person making a difference right where they are as a mom and go be a blessing to others. Cause when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself.
guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online, and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.